0: You're listening to Metal Gear Mondays. If you want to support the show, check out patreon.com slash
1: Mondays. Tonight's lineup features the likes of some very vengeful faces hoping to make a new name for themselves in the blood cage. We've got everyone's favorite long-forgotten Star Wars droid, HK47! Wrap it up, meatbags! The anthropomorphic animal detective duo that time forgot... Sam and Max!
2: (laughs) Woo-woo-woo is right!
3: Ha! (laughs) Ha-ha! You probably shouldn't have done that bump of coke in the locker room, little buddy. You think they'll count us as a pair Well, we have to kill each other too? Who knows? These bum fights get out of control.
1: Living in the tall, stocky, and tentacle-clad shadow of his superior, Resident Evil's first stalking, hulking, brooding baddie joins us tonight as well... Mr. X. Uh, That guy really
0: freaks me out. He looks like a child predator.
1: And last, but certainly not least, in a series that has thoroughly mined out every single character's backstory to excruciating detail over the course of the last 35-odd years, who could forget Alexander Grennan? What the fuck are all of you looking at? Came to watch an old forgotten warcock die in a sweaty mat
4: for some booze, fucking booze money, huh? I created Metal Gear. I invented the namesake of this entire fucking series and I get absolutely zero screen time outside of one scene in a game where I'm depicted as some fucking alcoholic. Then, the next time you see me, I'm getting punched to death in a fucking oil drum. What asshole writes this? Fuck,
0: this guy needs to learn how to hold his liquor. Let's check his pockets.
3: I'm going to see if I can swap coats with this sex offender. Papa needs a new leather coat.
1: Ooh. Ouch. It looks like Sam was just exed. Time to place your bets.
3: Ladies, gentlemen, boys, and girls, you are listening to Metal Gear Mondays, the Metal Gear Games Club podcast, where we talk about all things talk about all things uh, Metal Gear and some things Hideo Kojima specific, um, and sometimes E three. Um, but yeah, that, that's that's it. Uh, this This week, we are awesome. talking about um, the long lost, forgotten spin off content that should have been in last season, um, and glorious episode number sixty nine. Um, this is Metal Gear and fighting games.
2: <gasps> nice.
3: <laughs> um, who was that sam introduce yourself
4: yeah i'm sam i've eaten a lot of differently flavored potato chips and i'm fucking crazy
3: i also have with me james
4: i'm james
0: and i'm snagging on some spree it's a great candy get it at your local gas station or convenience store
3: go for the gummies not the solids isaac
0: definitely
5: i'm isaac I'm eating nuts
3: <laughs> and uh, I'm Alessio and I legitimately just shucked and ate with hot sauce 10 oysters before hopping on the podcast
4: yeah we'll <laughs> get those at your more. local <laughs> we'll station as well. you about it now what do you do what are you doing uh, yeah I don't know
3: I was at Whole Foods like two nights ago and decided to get 10 for 10 and was like yes please and then came home today and was like oh, I gotta man. eat for these 10 I was like I gotta eat these because they're These aren't.
4: They sell ten for ten oysters at Whole Foods. Yeah,
3: they were real good too.
4: What the? What's up with that?
3: Anyway, man, (laughs) Um, (laughs) gotta get down there. Oyster boys
4: aside, this this podcast, this episode is brought to you by ten for ten oysters at Whole Foods. Correct. Get them today. Yeah,
3: we're so. Guess what? Corporate sponsorship. um, Mm -hmm. Number one, Mm -hmm. number two, the smelliest corporate sponsorship you could probably ever have, Mm.
5: Uh, because it's all oyster based. Uh, You have to cue their jingle now. Also, <laughs> tastiest Whole Foods. Whole Foods.
3: <laughs> no partial foods around Uh-oh. here. Um, yeah. So before we get into the topic of the episode at hand, which, as I said before, is Metal Gear and fighting games, um, we are going to talk a little bit about the news.
4: It's time for new, new, new news. Metal Gear news. Yeah.
3: Yeah, so as always, uh, the best news source for Metal Gear stuff that I've still been able to find that's really active is Metal Gear Informer. So the news section is kind of unofficially brought to you by Metal Gear Informer. Thank you, Metal Gear Informer. Um, all these links are going to be in the show notes. Um, but um, super weird. Um, essentially, even though Metal Gear Solid is kind of out of the zeitgeist right now, um given that survive is out and there have been no plans announced for a proper MGS game. Um, just recently the entire series surpassed 53.8 million copies sold. That's pretty crazy.
0: Damn. Wow.
3: A lot of, that's a lot of copies, a lot of copies. It's game. Yeah. Um, most of,
4: <laughs> that's a lot of damage. That's a lot of damage.
3: Um, uh, speaking of metal gear survive, uh, there's a, there was a free trial on PS plus not too long ago. Um, I threw out on the Facebook page if people wanted to pick it up. Um, on the, PS Plus we Facebook would maybe group play with. Was,
4: it. Yeah, no, the Facebook group was wholly not into the idea. It was amazing. Yeah, <laughs> even playing. Yeah,
3: even playing it for free. It was nuts. Like, even though I was like, "Hey, maybe we could all play together." Some like one dude was like, "Oh, that sounds kind of cool." Literally everybody else was like, "Nah, fuck that!" Like right out the gate. <laughs> Um, but there were a bunch of MGS3 unlockables. The only one that caught my eye on the screenshot that looked like it was worth a damn was uh there's a little outfit of the boss, which I thought was cool. Um Hmm. But yeah, the rest of the news is all about like mysterious E3 screenshots and Death Stranding news and Kojima production selling merch at E3. Well guess what? It happened, so we're just gonna talk about it. Um yeah, essentially one of the big tentpole Sony titles that got shown at E3 was more Death Stranding, but more importantly, we actually saw gameplay. Um, and,
4: and I still don't fucking know what the game's about
3: it, or what it is. Yeah, it just it looks like post-apocalyptic mail delivery, the game. Yeah. It's interesting.
0: That's, I hope it's like a, a reboot of Paperboy, honestly.
4: <laughs> yeah, I was... At this point, and they finally, like did some like showed some stuff about like the baby and the baby's apparently like integral to his survival. It's crazy.
3: Or, <sighs> we met two female characters, one of which is like the bionic woman from the 70s television film, yep. which is also referenced in MGS3 by Paramedic. So uh, that's weird that that's folding in on itself. Um She was there to speak with uh, Kojima at the at like a post E3 uh, panel as well, which I thought was interesting. Um, hmm. she hasn't acted in anything in quite some time based on what I saw mm-hmm. on her IMDb. So this is kind of a weird get for Kojima productions. Um,
4: he's a weird guy. Yeah. So
3: the other female protagonist we met is actually played by the woman who burns the movie theater down in inglorious bastards, which I thought was awesome. Oh, that's
0: was yeah. awesome.
3: Yeah. She plays like, she very much so reminded me of the witch from dishonored. <laughs> yeah. Yeah yeah. Um whose name I'm totally forgetting right now. Uh De- Delilah. Delilah. Yeah, yeah yeah. Um so she's got like a very, I don't know, it's weird like she can see the ghosts, I think. And so she was like kind of interacting with Norman Reedus and it seems like Norman Reedus's character keeps getting referred to by her in what I can only assume is like her pet name for him by like the badges he has on his clothing. So she calls him like Sam Porter Bridges which is, like, clearly two of those are not his name. They're just, like, the text on the badges on his outfit. Um, Which kind of reminded me of, like, the way that soldiers in the field or, like, people who don't really know a lot about each other re- kind of refer to each other, like, especially, like, in online games and stuff like that. It's, like, shitty nicknames people come up for with each other. With, for each other.
4: Though I appreciated that his name is Sam.
3: Oh, yeah, that was pretty cool. Sam. Good tie-in. This was real good. Yeah,
4: good time to to our podcast. <laughs> do, you guys, do you guys
3: think we can get uh, Norman Reedus on the show? Since he's yeah, since he's playing him. a character named Sam.
4: Yeah, I should tweet at him. Hi Norman, you play a character named Sam in Death Stranding. My name is also Sam. You should, <laughs> you should, the should the just podcast.
3: say I also play a character named Sam in Death Stranding.
4: I also <laughs> I also play a character named Sam. <laughs> so that reads that reads like a like a. 11 year old dear Santa my name is Sam I am 11 years old and I want a sled for Christmas. thank you
3: <laughs> let's talk about yeah like um, the gameplay man like I don't know so I like all the nature stuff I like that we saw a bunch of very clearly different like character builds like I don't think they're all Sam yeah. huh. like did anybody else pick up on that like James th- those guys don't all look like Sam right
0: no, 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 they were all like... It was, so, like, that's part of why I was like, is this is this gameplay, or is this... Uh, you know, it it, it it still feels like it's not... I don't know if it feels real.
5: Yeah, I just... It doesn't feel real, that we said?
0: Well, especially
3: yeah, g- given, like, Kojima's nature. Good. Yeah, like, given Kojima's nature, too, and the way that he's shown games in the past, part of yeah. me feels as if, like, these guys shepherding packages across like great swaths of terrain probably only makes up like four minutes of the fucking game and the finished thing. And he's like making it seem as if it's the whole game in this trailer. Oh.
5: I wouldn't, I wouldn't be upset if it was the whole game. No, for sure.
3: <laughs> I just don't know. Like, how do you keep that engaging other than like, watch yeah. out for spoopy ghosts?
4: I don't know. It's such a weird, I don't know. It looks interesting. I'm watching it.
5: Um, for the first time in real time right now. Okay. And so one of my thoughts were like, you gotta you're walking through the terrain and he steps on a like a a stick or something and he's got it, it's stuck in his foot. Uh huh. And he's gotta pull it out and, and heal himself. So you know, that could be part of the game too.
3: Oh, there's like straight up a dude like ripping his own toenail oh, off yeah, he, and he part like,
4: of it. Fuck yeah. yeah that. No, that was rough to watch. Yeah.
3: Well, and that's the thing that's interesting to me is, like, it very much so. Have you guys seen Kevin Costner's The Postman? <laughs> it, it's literally this premise. It's, like, post-apocalypse, except Kevin Costner mm. used to be a postman, man, and he's, like, I'm still going to deliver my packages that I happen to have on me when the world ended. I want to find these people. Right. And, like, that's his purpose. And I got very similar vibes because in that he's, like, going through, like, crazy terrain without vehicles because the world ended to like deliver letters to people and it's i don't know like it can make for some really cool gameplay but at the same time like do do people really want to walk all the way across like hundreds of miles in a game (laughs) to deliver a
4: package like i don't
3: know that's weird
4: the proclaimers sure do that's true
3: i'm excited i'm excited (laughs) either way i just don't think this is everything
4: i just like like just based on what i'm seeing like i like just we got gameplay but i still don't understand what the like the goal of the game is like what it's trying to do what the mechanics are i read like an interview where he said that um where he said that like you can do combat but it's not like the ideal way to do the game and that like you can beat the game without doing any combat mm-hmm. like so i don't know i it's such a weird the game the more thing the more things we that get revealed about this game the less I understand about it.
3: Yeah, it's crazy. Also, can we talk about how one of the packages that one of the postmen are delivering is just a human being?
4: Yeah, that was weird.
3: And it looked like they were Which having is, trouble yeah. carrying that.
4: Yeah, right. Like mm, what? Like a little like a little backpack mummy i love i
3: love the massive amount of like just the visual of them carrying a massive mountain filled of, with like pelican cases and, and packages and then having to have like two little robots
4: also carrying packages mm-hmm.
5: <laughs> it's so
4: what weird. if like the whole game is like trying to figure out how many because like he had the one and then he had two it's like trying to collect as many robots as possible so like you can have like 20 robots following you at any given time yeah To increase your package delivering proficiency.
0: It's such a cool unique world and it's like I I saw an interview with uh, Kojima earlier today where he was basically like listen guys like uh, I'm 55 I could drop dead at any moment so let's get weird. It's like pretty fucking weird.
3: Yeah. (laughs) What if this is the whole game? Like what if literally the whole game is just like post apocalyptic mail delivery simulator 2018.
0: Great. Sign me up. I mean yeah fuck it. This is it. the most like
3: star-studded oh, yeah. cast and like high production value for like a bizarre video game concept. <laughs> Which, speaking of bizarre video game concepts, did you guys also see Elijah Woods' video game at E three? <laughs>
1: yeah,
3: um, I heard
1: about Dude, it. This I shit was looks like,
3: ridiculous. What
4: is, what is he? What? What is it? It's
3: like three family members fuck up an experiment, uploading their consciousness to a hard drive, and you play through the fucked up consciousness that got mid transferred. And it's VR. It looks Ooh. insane. It's VR and traditional. You can do either or. But it looks bananas. Yeah. Like, what's up with these? I, I mean, I love it. I'm excited. Um, but it's just, it's wild. Um, uh, a lot of people online have been drawing um, parallels between the photograph of Norman Reedus's family, allegedly, in the Death Stranding trailer, and the pictures of the family yeah. in P.T., Oh ah. which is which Ooh. is weird. Um also mm. the bionic woman very much so resembles the pictures of the wife in some of the photographs from previous trailers and the ah. PT photographs. Mm. So what's his dead wife mm. or potentially dead wife doing in this yeah. world? I don't know. It seems very strange.
0: I just want I want to know more. I want answers. I do. Yep. I just want to know what I it do. is.
3: Yeah. Well, and so here's the thing. I would argue that we're probably not going to know what it is until it's out.
0: <laughs> yeah. Which at they didn't this even rate, give us a date for it. It's not going to be until 2020 at least, guaranteed. It's not going to be on this generation of console.
3: Which, like, no. Well, I, and they, like that doesn't make I much sense that, to that, me I don't either, think that though. Because he's developing it on the PS4, and like everything that we see of it is it yeah. running on a PS4 Pro. Mm. Yeah.
4: I don't think that Sony would like would like they've got. What they're calling, they literally call these the four pillars. They've got Last of Us Part Two, they've got uh, Ghost of Tsushima, they've got Spider Man, and they've got Death Stranding. And they wouldn't have like these. They wouldn't have Death Stranding as one of the four pillars of the PS4. We'll see if it wasn't going to be on the PS4.
0: We'll see. I don't think. I don't think it comes out in twenty nineteen at least. No,
3: I don't. No, I don't think it's twenty nineteen either. I think if anything, it's probably like last big PS4 title before a new console gets. Yeah shown Mm
0: -hmm. which which to me also means that it'll be like what they use to bridge the gap kind of like they did with last of us so you'll immediately get every release on the playstation 5 or you know the playstation x or whatever they're gonna call it
3: i think between uh well and i i think last of us comparison (laughs) is probably like a really good a really good way to compare it because i say last of us came out towards the end of the ps3's lifespan in 2013 yep um mm-hmm. and it was again sort of this like huge showstopper of a game, mm-hmm. um and then it came out again on the PS4. Though I would argue that like when it came out again on the PS4, I don't think it really made a big splash. Um, like I mean, I think it made a big splash that people wanted to check it out on the PS4's hardware, but I definitely don't think it like sold as many units yeah. as it did on the PS3. Yeah, so they had the, no, the I bundle don't think for so. it. I think- yeah.
4: But, yeah, I think the whole the whole deal with it, I think, was that like people were talking about it so much when it came out on the PS3 that most people had played it by that point that were going to play it. Mm-hmm. Right.
3: It's crazy to me that Last of Us came out June fourteenth of two thousand thirteen, and then legitimately not five months later, November fifteenth of two thousand thirteen is when the PS4 came out. That's crazy. So quick. Um. Hmm. So I don't know. Who knows? I just think it'd be crazy given how much development time has gone into Death Stranding. It would be crazy for it to be developed on current gen hardware for like nearly a decade and then end up on a next gen system. Like, I just don't... To
4: be fair to that to that point, though, I think that the difference between the PS5 and the PS4 is going to be nowhere close to as different as the PS3 and the PS4 was. That's true. true. Like, I think it's going to be very easy to port games on the PS4 to the PS5, but the yeah. framework of the 3 and the 4 were so different that it yeah. made it difficult.
3: Yeah. I think it's because the PS3 is fucking dumbass 6L processor or whatever. <laughs> but... uh yeah anyway um yeah so so just so this doesn't turn into like e3 speculation cast uh i think yeah i think that's a safe bet i would say no matter what i definitely see this as like a 2020 thing um or late 2019 i could see like a december
0: 2019 yeah it's Um, so weird that like 2020 is so close yeah right right there it's
3: freaking me out a little bit
4: When is uh uh when's tokyo game show
3: uh TGS let's find out TGS 2018
4: is come on come on come on
3: it is Wednesday September the 19th I'm willing I think we get a
4: I think I think we get a date at Tokyo Game Show I
3: don't know if we get a date but I think we get more for sure I I feel like oh man I want to say we get a date with you Sam but I don't know if I can meet you there because I just feel like they're gonna try and keep this thing like hush hush until Kojima's like super confident Mm. I don't know. Fingers crossed. I can see that. Um, a lot of people are saying that they think Konami might have some Metal Gear news. So maybe TGS is when we hear about that. Shrug?
0: It's interesting.
3: I don't know. It's <laughs> weird. They'll
4: announce the remasters and then um, like give us that 3 that they should have given us instead of the pachinko machines.
3: Yeah. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 remake news has 100% started to like recirculate. Or not news, but like hype garbage i feel like it's very weird to me Mm. like literally like i'm seeing articles from like late february even like early may of this year of people like trying to resuscitate the mgs3 remake like rumors people want it so we shall see um Cool. Well, so uh this is a perfect transition into what we're talking about this episode. So speaking of E3, um there was some more metal gear. There was there was some metal gear news at uh E3 this year, which was that David Hater is going to be Snake again. And Woo! that's yeah, dope
4: buddy. in Super Smash Brothers.
3: Yes. So let's 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 camp, they, camp out on this real quick for a little bit before we dive into yeah. the episode proper. Super Smash well, it's just called is it Super Smash Brothers? It's Smash I think it's Smash Brothers it's super Ultimate. Super
4: Smash Brothers. It's, no, it's super I think it's still Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Let
3: me look it up. Let's let's I need to Pretty sure. I need to see the name of this boy. So the game is officially called Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Yeah. Um and, and it's it insane.
4: They, they release like this 25 minute video talking about all of the stuff and how every character that's ever been in Smash Brothers is going to be in this game, including the third party and DLC characters, including Solid Snake, who will be voiced by David Hayter once again. And the Shadow Moses stage is also coming back because every stage that's ever been in Super Smash Brothers is going to be in this game. Also, Ridley. Finally,
3: also Daisy.
4: Also Daisy.
0: The 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 glaring mission though, there's no Waluigi. What's up with that? Well,
4: they still uh, got time to announce a couple they, more. They I don't fight, think they they're going to do many new what many new characters. But I think they will announce a couple more. I'm And offended. I think that like after all this time of him being left out of the game, like this being probably like the biggest, bestest Super Smash Brothers that's ever been. I mean, I'd be disappointed if he wasn't in there. It's
0: disgraceful.
3: Did you did you guys see uh, Netflix's tweet about this? No. Nah. So Netflix Netflix tweeted uh, a huge movie poster for a documentary, and the tweet said, "Is this where we pitch show ideas?" Question mark. And it says June twelfth, two thousand eighteen. It was announced that every single Nintendo character would be appearing in the new Super Smash Brothers game, except for one. A Netflix original documentary (laughs) series, Evil with Genius, The True Story of History's Greatest Injustice. And it's a movie poster for this movie.
0: Oh, that's amazing. (laughs)
3: So, um, th- there's some pretty great tweets. Somebody tweeted out, um, it's just a, a picture of, uh, Nintendo's E3, uh, booth and, and it says, Nintendo quote, everyone is here. And then it's a photograph of a Waluigi <laughs> Walu- plushie in the, in the rain, like laying on the street.
4: <laughs> I saw somebody edit the Super Smash Brothers, like the, the box art, like the, the art to replace everybody's head on the poster with Waluigi except for Luigi. So there's just wow. one lone Luigi in a sea of Waluigi's.
3: That's crazy. <laughs> Hell yeah. But yeah, so we're getting a uh, crazy Super Smash Brothers Ultimate on the Switch December the 7th of this year with every single fucking character that's ever been, every Ugh. level that's ever been. Um, they're going to allow Ugh. you to use every controller from the GameCube until now on this. Uh, Whoa. Uh, so it's going to have cool. online play. Um, it's going to be nuts. Um, Rock hard. I cut ca- I kind of, I kind of feel like uh, Sakurai, uh, the director of the game. Um, I kind of feel like he's said for a long time that he's just done with Smash Brothers. Um, so I kind of feel like the fact that like Ridley's in it and all this other shit, I f- this very much so feels like fuck it. I'm gonna give everyone whatever that whatever it is that they want, and then I'm out.
4: Right. Like this. Like so this I, ultimate. Like this is the the. Like, this feels like the last and only Super Smash Bros. we're ever going to need. They're just going to port it every new Nintendo system.
3: Yeah, that's kind of what it feels like. So, we'll see. see. But, anyway, that's exciting. So, David Hayter, as soon as the news broke, uh, people were curious. Oh, my God, who's going to voice Snake? Um, Because Snake, I believe, appears on the box art for the game as well. Towards the left of the image, he's got his Nikita uh, missile launcher and so somebody hit up also like again Ryu from Street Fighter Cloud from Final Fantasy 7 and Bayonetta are going to be in this because they were DLC um, and it's it's going to be nuts but uh, David Hater on Twitter uh, somebody asked him oh my god are you voicing Snake and he just said yes dot 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 it's going to be me or whatever um, okay. and people were like freaking out so Hater's back um, and that's great so I'm excited that everyone's excited. And uh it reminded me that we completely fucking omitted the fighting games that Metal Gear characters appear in. So with no further ado, cue the Smash Brothers melee theme song here, because it's the best theme song at all, this crap, even though there's no Metal <laughs> Gear characters in it. <laughs> Yay. Um, Yay! So yeah, let's um uh, before we get back into Smash Brothers land, um, let's tackle this in uh, semi chronological order. So, effectively, um, Metal Gear characters have actually appeared in a bunch of like non Metal Gear fighting games. Um, I know that we had rec- we had previously talked about Snake being sort of the skateboard mode in um, MGS2. Substance is lifted from a Konami skateboarding game. Um, And we were sort of talking about Snake's appearance in sort of other media. Um, And so actually the very first thing that Metal Gear characters appeared in that wasn't necessarily Metal Gear related, that was like pretty discernible, was Dream Mix TV World Fighting, a Konami-produced game that was Japan only. And it was a PS2 fighter. Um, It looks like it came out in 2003, um, but it featured characters from a lot of, like, really weird, disparate franchises that I don't really understand why they were together. Oh, this also
4: appeared on GameCube. Like, yeah, there's, like, Transformers in there, Bomberman. Like, there's a lot of stuff in there.
3: <laughs> it's super weird. Um, Beyblade characters. It's So it's Konami, Takara, and Hudson. So Takara is a toy company, which is, I believe, where the Beyblade shit comes from so on takara mm-hmm. side we've got convoy from transformers um who i have no familiarity with whatsoever so convoy is another <laughs> name for optimus prime convoy is optimus prime's japanese name.
4: oh i was about to say so i got, was like why <laughs> why yeah they have megatron so have optimus and prime
3: yeah so we've got yeah transformers folks we've got micronauts guys beyblade whatever Lika chan is we've got cool girl um on the konami side we've got gradius um we've got power pro we've got simon belmont from castlevania we've got solid snake from metal gear and we've got twin b from twin b um and then most of the hudson stuff's pretty other than bomberman adventure island and bloody roar the rest of it looks like it's Momotaro densetsu and then far east of eden which i think are all uh japanese only um but yeah it's very weird it's like a crazy weird crossover, not dissimilar from the weird Shonen Jump game that just got announced at E3. Oh,
4: yeah. Which is like uh,
3: Dragon Ball One Piece and Death Note, which doesn't make much sense. Um, mm-hmm. Other than they're all kind of yeah, on the same. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at screenshots of this thing. I don't know if you guys have uh, access to like a Google image search or not. I it's do. 2D. I
0: do. It's a real 2D. This oh, might be like, one of
3: the ugliest games I've ever seen.
4: Uh, <laughs> uh, why?
3: Yeah, it's rough. Like, the art style's not even really uniform, so, like, every character looks like they came from a different game. Another game. Hmm. Man. Like, it Man. looks rough, you guys. You gotta get
4: my boy Convoy.
3: Uh, there's an Easter uh, Easter uh, Island head as sort of like part yeah. of the logo for this game, which makes me wonder if that's what the fuck that Easter Island head is that keeps appearing in the Metal Gear series is like a cameo.
4: Well, it's uh that that's Maui, that's the the Gradius. Or oh, Mai. that's yeah. right.
3: I totally forgot about that. Why so the I hell that- is there?
4: Why is he in Gradius? <laughs> I don't know.
5: Y'all, so y'all want to know the the. The premise of this game, I'm looking it up on Wikipedia.
4: Oh,
3: hit us with that, Isaac.
5: Okay, I'm just going to read it word for word. The fledgling World Fighters television program has been suffering from poor audience approval. I and love it. TV, the station that carries the show, has informed its producers, Mujo and Haruna, that they will have to rectify the situation or face inevitable cancellation. <laughs> With few options, they implement an unorthodox plan: broadcast a contest pitting various superstars from various realities in physical combat in order to increase ratings. <laughs> wow! Uh, so it's just a TV show that just sounds like Fever Dream get back Mix, the ball. right? <laughs> I'm
3: always uh, I'm always a sucker for that as like a framing device. Like anytime that appears in games, and it's like, man, our TV shows just, the ratings are plummeting. We got to do something crazy. And then the TV network's <laughs> like, let's literally kill people on national television. That'll boost the ratings. And everyone's like,
4: yeah. That was kind of the um, plot of like one of the most recent Combinator series. Like they were like, we're making a video game where people die if they lose.
3: Yeah. So. Well, I feel like it's also kind of the premise to um, Mad World. That uh that uh yeah, weird black it, and white was... Wii fighting game that Platinum did.
4: And red. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Um I'm trying to think. I feel like it's also the premise for some other stuff too. Oh, like Smash TV. I'm pretty sure that's the premise mm. for that game as well. Um Yeah, I don't know. It's like a real true
5: original. Yeah.
3: Yeah. But like I don't know. I kind of dig it. Like I feel like the idea, and I, I wonder if it manifests itself. I don't know. I know some PS2 emulators allow for like online play. I wonder if we should try to emulate this game, and like just check it out at yeah. some point. <laughs> um, yes. Because my biggest thing is like, a, it's a four person fighter, which like, hell yeah. B, I'm looking at a screenshot right mm-hmm. now. You can absolutely transform into a semi truck as Optimus Prime for the entire fight if you want. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> which, I mean, so you, <laughs> yeah, you can fight as a semi truck. Um, so it doesn't appear to be this way, but I'm hoping that uh, the stages include the TV framing device as part of the 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 set decoration. Because oh, how amazing oh, that would that would be, be awesome. if like stage props and shit are just like falling down? Um. But yeah, it's good to know that Snake can be bought off with cheap, shitty local access TV money.
2: Because
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much what he's doing in this game. Is uh getting paid a pittance to show up and uh, beat the shit out of some robots.
4: Well, he is just a dog musher, you know, so he, he needs something.
3: It's true. There's a bunch of weird deviant art fan art for this game on Google Image Search, so just FYI. There's a weird yeah. art
4: fan art for everything.
3: Yeah. Oh, it looks like there's a Game Grumps episode on this, and it's actually episode number one, it looks like. Either that or I'm reading game the thumbnail Grumps? wrong. Yeah, hold on. Checking it out right it's now. It's probably I'm like, really like episode
4: one of that series, because I think their first, oh, yeah, yeah, their yeah, first think right. game was like a Kirby game or something.
3: So this is back when JonTron was still on the show. Mm-hmm. This is from 1st of September 2012. So if anybody's interested, you can watch JonTron and uh, Ego Raptor go at it. But uh, yeah, so that was, that's the first game. Um, it's very similar to like Smash, but... Um, With it looks like sort of the design philosophy of a Power Stone, where it's like way more maximalist and kind of over the top.
0: Oh man, Power Stone Mm. was awesome! Power Stone's fucking
3: sick, dude. That's like Uh, one of my all time favorites. Yeah, like legit. So, Power Stone never got like a remake or anything, it just got ported to the PSP, which I feel like is the worst fucking place to put a game like that. Um, so like legit, for the longest time, I've wanted to just like hunt down a Dreamcast with four controllers and a copy of Power Stone uh just to like have like at the ready like when people come over <laughs> um, cuz that's a very fun game but um yeah before we get into the next game which is just Brawl Super Smash Brothers Brawl um I did want to kind of say that um Metal Gear's history with Smash Brothers does not really start with Brawl because apparently Kojima approached uh Sakurai way earlier and practically begged for Snake to be included in Melee I believe um, but the timing just didn't work out. So Snake was almost in the GameCube Smash Brothers, um, I believe. Oh, that's dope. Um, mm. yeah, but cool. due to timing, they couldn't. Um, so I think, I think it was sort of similar situation with Sonic as well. Um, but yeah, um, I just got some really bad news actually f- from someone. Um, I just got linked to an article. Uh, This is super appropriate. So I'm glad this is happening right now. Uh, Apparently, Smash Brothers Ultimate tones down Snake's butt.
5: No. I'm kind of upset right now. Come on.
3: Why? Yeah. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Oh, there's a ton of fan art of Snake's ass, though, in response. Hell yeah. So (laughs) anyway. um, Yeah, but all that aside, wow. People are talking about how they're going to mod the game on day one. Um,
4: good. You should do that. I,
3: yeah, Speak with your wallets. But yeah, so um, Super Smash Brothers Brawl. Um, I don't know if this game really requires much of a uh an introduction. Um, but needless to say, Super Smash Brothers Brawl is the third game in the uh Smash Brothers franchise. It came out in uh, March 9th of two thousand eight in the United States. Um, and it was kind of. I don't know. It's a big deal for the group of friends that I had growing up at this time. Uh, I remember we had a, oh, yeah. a house with probably like thirty-two people in it that got all together specifically to play this game when it came out. Um, yeah, and it was a pretty big deal. Um, and so part of that big it had deal a story was that,
4: mode? like,
3: yeah, it was nuts. Um, it it was the first game in the series, I believe, to incorporate third-party game characters.
2: Mm-hmm. um yeah, with so.
3: sonic and snake um so yeah um so solid snake in his it's mgs2 snake right
4: yeah it's tanker snake i believe yeah so we've got his up attack is a uh, cypher
3: that's right so yeah so snake's up b attack is he rides one of the uh cypher drones which is funny to me um he can i believe his down b is the i'm gonna fuck this up and somebody's gonna get mad at me i believe down b is uh oh my god i need to look this up real quick i don't want to get like don't at me on twitter so like i don't i don't need to see this right now let's see Solid Snake moveset think move set in brawl so check it out i got this i'm adding uh, right now. see Oh, no. Um, so, yeah, essentially, there are three different ways to unlock Snake. Um, you can have Snake join your party in the story mode. You can play 130 matches in versus mode, or you can play 15 matches in versus mode on Shadow Moses Island. Um, but effectively, once you unlock Snake, he's in the game. His neutral A is just the punch-punch spin kick, kind of like the, 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 the three-hit sort of uh, typical combo from the game. Um, he's got his sort of somersault forward kind of dash attack where he rolls, which is kind of like the running X move from the game. Mm -hmm. Um, his down tilt, he just kind of does like a leg sweep from a, like a full prone stance. Um, his up tilt is, uh, he does like a heavy kick, like a tall, tall boy kick. (laughs) Um, his, and his forward tilt is just like, he runs forward and kind of kicks a knee out. Very like Captain Falcon ask. Um, The Super Smash Brothers Wikia page is super in-depth and tells you the exact moment that this move is shown in the game series is during a cutscene in Twin Snakes. Um, His up smash... So his up B is the mortar, which I was about to cite as being the side B, which is why I'm looking this up. Um, The the mortar uh, positioning is actually from MGS4, believe it or not. Um... His down smash is him digging a hole and putting a landmine in there, which is very like Metal Gear, Metal Gear 2, because like there are no landmines in the other games. Um, and then his forward smash, so like left-right B, is going to be the RPG from MGS3, and he shoots it straight into the ground. And I believe the neutral B is the... Which, um, that's
4: not how you're supposed to use an RPG, Snake. Yeah, what are you doing,
3: dog? <laughs> I think his neutral B is the Nikita missile. Uh, remote-controlled missile, I think, the RC missile, uh, based on the way that the moveset is written out here. He also has a hand grenade as well. Um, So he does the Cypher C4 grenade launcher as the final smash. A lot of explosives, hand grenade, remote missile. um, And he's got a bunch of throws and stuff like that, and taunts. So, yeah, his taunt is to get in a cardboard box, which is wonderful. Um, And uh, Snake can also call... um, the uh, call his codec and get uh, information on the people that he's playing against, which is amazing.
0: Oh, that's awesome!
3: Yeah, so like if you're playing on the Shadow Moses Island stage, you can do the codec call, and I believe Colonel Campbell will tell you more information. Colonel Campbell or uh, uh, Mei Lang will give you more information, and they're really funny. If you guys get a chance, definitely look them up on YouTube. Uh, you can see like people giving uh, Snake information on Yoshi. And stuff like that, which is great. (laughs) And Snake just being very matter-of-fact, like, what am I looking at? You know what I mean? He's like, what is
0: this?
3: (laughs) But it's pretty great. That's super cool. Yeah. They did a good job. The stage that appears in the game is the Shadow Moses stage from Metal Gear Solid 1. Um, But in the midst of it, there's, like, Metal Gear Rays and Metal Gear Rex and stuff that, like, blow up out of the background. So it's pretty star-studded. Like, a lot of references to previous games
4: it's the it's um the very beginning of the game when you're sneaking into the base like the the helipad the Mm -hmm. front the face of the building is the the stage
3: yep and i believe the helicopter light shows up too or whatever like the spotlight the Mm searchlight um you can destroy parts of the stage which are cool you can like tear the walls down i believe um trying to think if there's anything else Oh my god. Apparently, if you're in brawl with Falco, Slippy Toad has her own codec.
2: Uh,
3: <laughs> or Slippy Toad from Star Fox talks. That's wow! Oh, that's what? so good. That's awesome. Um, also, Otacon pops up, and he's keeping it nasty. Um,. But, uh, yeah, so that's pretty much it. I think the only other thing from Smash to really make mention of is, I don't know if there are any Smash trophies for Metal Gear characters, but I do know that one of the assist trophies is Gray Fox, um, which is cool. Yeah. So, Cyborg Ninja. It's a,
4: good, it's, a, it's a good trophy, good assist trophy.
3: Yeah, he just runs out, and I believe he slashes the air in front of him. Um, I'm looking at images, so it looks like there are a couple collectible trophies. So it looks like the Metal Gear Rex trophy, Metal Gear Ray trophy. Obviously, there's the Grey Fox trophy. There's a Shagohod trophy. There's a trophy of Snake shooting his uh, final smash, which again, Snake jumps up, gets in a helicopter, and pulls out a grenade launcher, and it almost becomes like a third-person shooter. Um, there's a Snake trophy. There is a an Iroquois Pliskin trophy, which I think is funny. Yes. Um, nice. And then there's a cardboard they have box put trophy. You
4: put Plissken. Plissken in the new Smash as an Echo character.
3: Oh, that would have been amazing.
4: Or Ryder. Um,
3: yeah. Or uh, do, uh, do Venom Snake Big Boss or Solid Snake variants? How cool would that be? Yes. I'm um, interested in
4: this hit, what his what is alternate costumes are going to be.
3: Yeah, they didn't show any of that off at E3, so we have plenty of things to be excited about. Woo! Um, hopefully, with online play, that means we can actually maybe get some smash time in uh, and report back once it's out for the show. I mean, Since, I mean that. Yeah, it'll be good. Uh, oh, I all got some dogs downstairs, the, downstairs wow. freaking out. Do you guys hear the that?
0: screaming? <laughs>
5: <laughs> Sorry, you guys. Um, I'll, I'll I'm really bad at, destination. at uh, I'm really bad at Super Smash. Ing really? So I'll just I That's just never okay, could get the it? hang of it. Yeah.
4: Every every crew it was the whipping boy. Oh, oh no. Dude.
5: I want to be the whipping so, boy. So, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I just, once you fall off the stage, you, I couldn't figure out. It was so hard for me to get <laughs> the concept of coming back onto the stage. <laughs> so, the only character I could play was Pit because you could pretty much fly. <laughs> Hell, yeah. just... <laughs> Well, so, so let
3: me let me ask you guys this too. I mean, this is actually like a really good time to kind of chat about this, since this is the first game out of all of the games that we can actually play in our country. Yeah. Um, what like what experience do you guys have with this game? Like, have you guys played a bunch of Brawl? Have you guys played Smash before? Do you love it? Do you hate it? Are you glad Metal Gear is in this?
0: Glad it exists. I played a lot of uh, I played a lot of Melee growing up. Nice. Um, that was like my, me and my cousins. It was like our go-to, and I would I'd play Yoshi and I'd kick the shit out of them. Um yeah. Nice. I, lo- I love that little dinosaur. I love him.
4: <laughs> me and uh, my friend Derek back in the day would play melee, and we had a team. We had a team called Team Bamikaze and we would play <laughs> on uh, the the Fox's ship, not the li- not the Lilac Cruise in space, but the one flying in the city. We would play on that stage as a team against the highest level AI you can make, and we would take all items off except for bombs, which would be uh, as high as you can make them as far as occurring. And we would just play that all the time. And I would be Pikachu, and he would be Pichu. And uh, I was very excited about Pichu being back, so we can potentially resurrect Team Bomb. The
0: uh, the like amount of variables that you could put into a match was just like ah, it was the best. The the amount of customization that they let you have from, like, match mm-hmm. to match. It's just like, you don't see that in every fighting game or any fighting game. Like, it's such a unique game series, and it's like, I don't know. It's a game changer. Literally. Literally.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I've, I've sort of had, like like, tertiary amounts of experience with it. I would say that For me, specifically, the first game in the franchise I have not a ton of experience with um, sort of like while it was contemporary. Um, I know a lot of people, specifically people that James and I work with, have like a ton of affection for the original Smash. Uh,
4: Yeah. Much like most Nintendo 64 games. Which doesn't
3: make any sense to me because I do not like that game.
4: I, I don't even remember... I don't know that I've ever
0: actually played it.
3: Like yeah, the like the I've original. played it. I've played it, but I think I came I came to it in a post-Melee world. And so for me, Definitely. I was like, why would I play this garbage version of this game <laughs> when I can play like the a million times better version? I don't know. It just feels like a prototype. Right. Like in today's day and age, that would have been like the proof of concept. Like... Well, yeah, a lot version of a, a that no lot one ever of saw. Nintendo
4: 64 games feel like that now, though, like, GoldenEye feels that way, Mario Kart feels that way, like, all the games that you could play on N64, Mario That's feels true. that way. Because it's just mm-hmm. so, they're all so blocky, and the controls, like, these days are kind of garbage.
3: <laughs> yeah, and it's, not, it's I'm interesting.
4: Spitting truth. I'm spitting truth.
3: But, yeah, and I will say, I mean, there definitely was a healthy amount of, uh, Just like, I don't know, hanging out with older friends, playing Smash Brothers Melee for hours on end in like a smoke-filled basement. Just like practicing dodging and uh, also practicing like uh, dodge canceling and practicing like the weird, uh, what the hell is it called? Um, What is the weird quick movement trick in Melee? Uh, oh fuck
0: what is that called
3: wave dashing practicing Uh, wave dashing um and doing a lot of like fox and falco like matches and just like it was was nuts i just
4: back and forth between each other or their binds back and forth between each other all the fucking time
3: yeah it was weird man like i think at a certain point and i actually really enjoyed this because i feel like it made me a better smash player but like I would spend a considerable amount of time just practicing sparring no items, three lives, final destination, uh, with people that were immensely better than me and just playing it mm. for hours until I could beat
2: them. Oh yeah. That's um, how you
3: learn. Yeah, and so it was nuts. Um but I my so I don't know if you guys have mains or not. I know James just mentioned that he played Yoshi. Uh Princess Peach oh, yeah. is my main.
0: Ooh, that's uh, a good one. That umbrella. I, have- I love
3: Princess Peach.
4: I have five that I've picked up over the years playing the game. So, <laughs> let's talk about this. Pikachu is my one true main. All right? Pikachu's nice. been my main since the first one. Pikachu's my one true main. But, in Melee, I picked up Captain Falcon and uh, Roy. So, they're my side, they're my side bitches. And so, you're a big hotness, Roy boy. <laughs> yeah, my, big hot, my new hotness mains are Lil Mac and Cloud. And I'm very good with all five of them, 1v1 me, Scrubs. Anyway. Um, speaking no, of Scrubs, I, Alessio, I added you. I added you on Twitter. Like oh, I said no. I would.
3: oh, no. Oh, uh, no. Speaking of Roy, uh, I really hope that Roy Campbell shows up in the new Smash. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that we can start the Roy boys.
4: The Roy boys.
3: Um, yeah, so I don't know. I'm excited. Um that, I mean, that pretty much covers it for Brawl, I guess. I'm a little, I guess I'm a little hesitant to go into this last one because I don't have a lot of, I don't have a lot of experience. So the last game that we're going to talk about is PlayStation All-Stars, which yeah. for all intents and purposes is kind of a Smash Brothers knockoff. Um, would you guys agree with me there, or do you think that's critical?
0: Oh, no, it's absolutely a PlayStation, or a uh smash brothers knockoff
3: yeah it oh, looks yeah, like sure. apparently they sold over a million copies on launch which is like that's crazy
0: i, I played i played it quite a bit yeah you can play plays a little parapper, The rapper of course yeah, yeah i don't know if i played it
3: at app. all like I, I played the demo and i just remember being like this isn't smash it feels like it's trying to be i don't want to play this they, so I, I, I remember yeah.
0: playstation had could, another another ripoff that was like cartoon network characters i don't know what that game was called but it was like similar oh, like yeah, smash no, brothers yeah, ripoff like, but like cartoon network specifically
4: yeah oh yikes played that um, too it's
0: not great
4: yeah so like
0: at the uh like the, the cast list for this game and like there's some there's some standouts on here you got isaac clark from dead space it's pretty dope
4: there's a lot of well, there's That's the thing. So a lot weird. of questionable there's a lot of questionable characters on there because a lot yeah. of them are multi-platform. Like Raiden, but like Raiden, like the revengeance version of Raiden is in there but like Yeah. He yeah. was on Xbox. It's true. It's true.
0: Yeah. Yeah, how are you going to call well, this a PlayStation All-Star when it's
3: Yeah, it's a lot of like third-party people, right? Like so let's yeah. le- let's go through the roster real fast. So we've got yeah. Big Daddy from BioShock, which is Again, what the fuck? Um, we've got right. Cole McGrath <laughs> from Infamous. We've got Colonel Raddock yep. from Killzone. We've got Dante from Devil May Cry, God, which again is yeah. like, Dante. why?
0: Why is Dante here?
3: I don't understand. Like, I guess Devil May Cry is, for the longest time, the first three were kind of PS2 only. And then the fourth game is when it became like a PS, uh, sort of PS3, 360 kind of multi-platform thing, I believe.
0: Yeah, I guess. Uh,
3: but, so, yeah. I don't know. We got Emmett all, Graves oh, from wow. Starhawk. <laughs> Which is a fucking game that nobody played. Uh, we've got <laughs> Evil Cole from <laughs> Infamous. That's bullshit. Is like, do, <laughs> that's just a Don't re-skin. count that as another. Yeah. Yeah. That's a yeah. We've got the titular the Fat Princess. One my favorite one.
4: Yeah. Fat Princess Gotta have Princess. We've
3: yeah. got Hayachi uh, from Tekken. Which again, like, that's a multi-platform game at oh. this point. Yeah. Um, Which, but I will say, Hayachi was also the unlockable character in Soul Calibur 2 for the PS2 version, which felt like a real garbage get yeah. for Sony. Yeah.
4: So, like, yeah. instead that's of that's fucking
3: Spawn about- and, or Link, we got Hayachi.
4: Yeah, which is, which which like, is stupid because they're both Bandai Namco, so it was, like, a real easy get for them. They had to, like, dig to get Link and Spawn, probably. They couldn't have given us, like, anybody else. Well, Hayachi doesn't even have any weapons. No, he doesn't. He has his fists.
3: And he's like in a weapon only fighting game. Anyway, Isaac Clarke from Dead Space. Okay. Jack and Daxter from Jack and Daxter. Okay. Uh, DLC Cat from Gravity Rush, which, like, okay, cool. Like, Cat's awesome. I, I would say Cat's probably yeah. like the best suited for this game because she even fits kind of the art style more. Um, yeah. Yeah. Kratos from God of War, which, of course, um, Nariko right. from Heavenly Sword, which was big, I guess, at the time.
4: Yeah, it was well because right. it was like the temple, like, like PS3 came out and you got to play Heavenly Sword because it's like the game.
3: Yeah, um, we've got Nathan Drake from Uncharted, which like, why the hell wouldn't we? Um, right. How funny would it have been if we just had like super moody, very depressed old man Joel in this game? <laughs> he, just like, cl- he just like clearly doesn't want to fucking be here and he's just like why am I in this game um, we've got Parappa from Parappa the Rapper and then we've got Raiden from Metal Gear which is uh, also weird like of all the characters you're going to pick Raiden to represent Metal Gear like I get that Rising had come out a couple of years before this or like a year before this yeah. but I just don't like I don't like the Metal Gear memory that ninety percent of people who ha- who own PlayStation or are invested in PlayStation have is going to be Metal Gear Solid One, PlayStation One, Snake. Mm-hmm. So that's bizarre. Um, Ratchet and Clank, of course. Sackboy from Little Planet, Little Big Planet, of course. Um, Daniel Fortescue from Medieval. Like that makes sense if this fuck game yeah. came out in the late nineties, but like
4: <laughs> fuck you.
3: No, I lo- no, don't get me wrong, I love medieval. Um, but like <laughs> it just feels like really shoehorned. Um, Sly Cooper, that makes sense. Spike from Ape Escape kind of makes sense. Again, like Spike yeah. from Ape Escape and Sir Daniel Fortescue need to like go back to the nineteen ninety nine version of this game that could have existed. How dare um, you talk
4: bad about the hero of Gallimere Sir Daniel Fortescue?
3: Oh no. a uh, Sweet Tooth from Twisted Metal again, like late nineties like Smash One N sixty four era PlayStation All Stars could have had these people in it. Um, where's Axel? See Smash Axel 1, from Twisted Metal Two would have been dope.
4: Yeah, Smash, Smash One era like PlayStation PlayStation nineteen ninety nine could have had Crash Bandicoot in it.
3: Oh yeah, why the fuck is Crash Bandicoot not in this?
4: Right, yeah, right. Probably. Isn't that At weird? At the time, like, like, it was like a right. That's bizarre. Thing.
3: Yeah, but of all the third party well, bullshit so, that's in this,
4: so
0: check yeah. check it out though. Crash Bandicoot really doesn't make sense because originally Naughty Dog was the developer of this game.
4: That's true, but like you know what I mean? Like so what? many of these, it's, it's an so easy many, get. Capcom, uh, fucking all. None of these games are like developed. Most of these games aren't developed by Sony. They just happen to be oh, on Sony consoles. No,
3: can we talk about? Yeah, I guess that's the big difference too. Is like Nintendo actually makes games. Sony doesn't that's really true. make games. Yeah. They um,
4: they do now they're doing it fucking great
3: that's true um well no i'd say they're publishing other people's games still because like kojima productions is doing death stranding
5: right yeah
4: well they have like the SCE. well yeah i guess like the but like the scea games like god of war is
3: yeah that's true well that's uh what is it sony santa monica no it's santa monica sony studio santa. that's like a whole other i don't even think it's sony right. i think it's yeah. just santa monica studio Oh no! Uh, do you guys want to know something really funny? This is
4: not important.
3: <laughs> the the former designer of the UFC, the former designer of some of the UFC fighting games, Backyard Wrestling, and X Men: Next oh. Dimension, was the game director of this yeah. game.
0: Yes, an awesome I'm surprised this game. Himself.
3: I'm surprised that this game actually came out like not as a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, interesting. So apparently in July 2012, former Capcom community manager uh, Seth Killian, who also worked on the Evolution Championship Series, uh, yeah. took a role at Sony Santa Monica and became the assistant uh, developer, like, uh, producer on this.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I see, Sony Santa Monica. SIE yeah, Santa it's Sony Monica, Monica.
3: You're right. You're right. You right? Yeah, there was no. some DLC shit that came out. I don't understand, like, I, I still don't understand how Crash Bandicoot, like, if we can get Toro Inuo, Inuo from Doko oh. Demo Isio in here, and some other weird shit, like, why can't we get so, boy? So,
0: wait a second, was there a sequel to this game? No. No. Or is that just, like, fan art? Because I'm, I'm just, like, fan going through image for search sure. right now, and there's, like, All-Stars 2, and it's got, like, Snake and, and, a, and a Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> I'm like, is this oh, real? Oh, yeah. I think
4: there
3: was a PS4 game potentially in the cards, but I don't think it ever came to fruition.
0: This is an ambitious-looking fake sequel. I'm impressed. (laughs) I want this one. Let me see.
3: So we got a thing right here. So uh, Shueo Yoshida confirmed that over a million copies of the game had been sold by June 12th, 2013, though he conceded that at the time this was not enough to justify a sequel. He stated that while he was personally happy with the crossover implementation, he saw more potential for it to come together using many different gameplay mechanics. And then there was a free-to-play game for iOS that came out as a cross-promotion with Coke Zero for some fucking reason. (laughs) They've got so many more characters Um, they can use now yeah like, right like i want to see naked w- baby from death stranding yeah I want Norman be, Reedus.
4: Like, but like for real they get, it could put like updated kratos in there they got Aloy. they can do like if we've got-, got like
3: shitty third party people in here too like not the big daddy is shitty but like whatever uh why not go ahead Nack. and get like why not <laughs> fucking knack why not go ahead and get like I don't know. Like, if you can get third-party people up in this jam, like, I just feel like him? there's some crazy gits that they could get in, like, a right. sequel to this. Oh. He did. Well, you know what Alessio, I mean? Like,
0: Alessio did.
4: Alessio.
3: I don't know. I just feel like you could go ham. We're like Alessio, no.
4: Alessi.
3: <laughs> anyway, um, can we talk about the one thing that I will say We're after like playing Alessio, the beta? Because I did play a bunch of the beta. I believe it only included four <laughs> characters at the time um but i feel like there's one thing that we haven't talked about that is pretty phenomenal about this game and that is that is the the stage design
4: yeah yeah the stages are really cool and like how they're like mashups of different series like there's a stage that's like there's a stage and there that's a mashup of metal gear and loco roco of all things
2: yeah
3: it's like every stage is this crazy mishmash of multiple worlds? And what's cool is the stages change as the fight continues. Um, so I I don't know. It's really cool. It's uh, if you get a chance, definitely YouTube some some fights. I do I do not believe that there's any way to procure this game. I tried to see if I could get it on PSN. That's the crazy, weird, fucked up part about this is the game's not even available on PSN to download anymore. Really, that is weird. Like yeah, that's yeah, like really weird. I, I was trying. I was try- yeah, because it's a fucking PlayStation game. I was trying to buy a copy on PSN to see if I could play it on my PS3, and I do not believe that you can download it. You I know, you I, have
0: to- I, bet, I bet it's because of all of the third-party characters.
3: <laughs> yeah, right?
0: Yeah,
4: they lost all the, the rights. <laughs> well, it's that's so why beautiful. Scott Fogan vs. the World isn't on the store anymore. They lost the rights to the, the comic.
3: Yeah, it just doesn't. I, I don't uh, get it. It says here that you can download it from the PlayStation Store. Maybe I fucked up and clicked the wrong thing. Hold on. I think the button might have been broken. Let me see if let me see if this is real. Let me see if this connects. I've got a sh- oh, yeah, striking. Okay. Oh, does Vita. it work? Oh, it's only on Vita? Uh
4: I found the Vita version, but I can Oh. There's a button here that says download to your PS2. Did I buy this video game
1: oh. in a drunken stupor?
3: <laughs> oh, you heard it here fir- first, folks. We uh we uh were able to lead Sam to a previous purchase. <laughs> it's pretty great. Um, so apparently there was some DLC. Let me see. So it added two new playable characters. It added Cat from Gravity Rush and a- oh. Emmett Graves from Starhawk. Um, what, are you okay?
4: The uh, the deluxe edition that has all the DLC is still sixty fucking dollars.
3: Oh my <laughs> god! What? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it looks okay. like the dlc also added a heavenly sword and wipeout map okay. so it was a stage that mashed up heavenly sword with a wipeout <laughs> that's <laughs> fucking awesome and crazy <laughs> um that's crazy that's um buck
4: wild so the so what's in this <laughs> because the the full game is 9.99 but the hold on a second let me look at this
0: well some sleuthing going on here
4: yeah, I'm discovering things. But the oh ultimate, shit! All Stars Ultimate Bundle's fifty nine ninety nine. What's in it? Bundle includes Battle Royale Super Pack costumes, Isaac Clark Zeus and Graveyard Pack, Cat Emmet and Fearless Pack, Super Pack dynamic themes, Minion Super Pack One and Minion Super Pack Two. I don't think okay. that's worth sixty dollars at this point in time. I don't know what the hell that, that is.
3: So, so check it out. Apparently, Abe from Oddworld... World and the main character from the legend of dragoon were supposed to be dlc characters as well Whoa. as a stage that combines gravity rush with the journey Whoa. however <laughs> due to, due to low sales they they canned it
4: fuck i kind of just want to see the stages honestly yeah right design, baby.
3: um but yeah so uh needless to say to, to weave things back into metal gear sorry um Raiden is the playable character, as we mentioned. Um it's really funny. Sam, Jetstream Sam appears as the minion for Raiden.
4: Yeah. Oh, that's sick.
3: <laughs> um Raiden also has a gray fox alternate skin, so he totally can sport the cyborg ninja look if that's more your your style. Um and all of his move icons are actually taken from like Metal Gear art, which is kind of cool um there are these weird like little missions that you can do that are very similar to like the smash brothers missions um and uh there are a couple where the titles reference like ocelot and snake which is neat um raiden has a couple there's like three levels of super move and i think the third super move has like a snake bandana mention in it um and raiden's pre-order bonus was an mgs2 costume dlc Mm. um but again, his entire move set's pretty much lifted from Metal Gear Rising. Let me see if I can find Raiden's super move from PlayStation All Stars. Um James, Sam, um, since you guys have actually spent some time with this game, can you tell me whether or not it's something that people listening should go play? No. Uh, absolutely
0: not. No? no, 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 no <laughs> it's a hard no, it's a hard no from me. No.
4: Hard pass. It's, not,
0: it's just not worth it. You, you can play like, Smash
4: yeah smash is coming out december 7th just wait yeah.
3: instead. super smash. weird ryden's rival in this game is apparently cole from infamous sure. of course what? i don't know why yeah, makes,
0: they, yeah. Uh, yeah i don't know i don't even know where i was gonna go with that there's no I th- connection i feel
4: like i feel like i remember big daddy's rival being toro or toro sure the little tiny the little cat, cat guy what the fuck hold on I'm gonna let,
3: big I'm daddies gonna hate that. cats There's a screenshot of Raiden and Cole, and Raiden's aiming a sword at Cole's head that says, I'm here alone. I'm not working with anyone. So (laughs) probably they have some animosity. Okay. Cole Cole says, you one of us? And Raiden says, no. And Cole says, I'm asking if you're a conduit. And Raiden says, you sound like you're looking for someone. Is it me? Question mark. And then Cole says, I'm just asking if you're with me. See, there's a storm coming, and it's good to know who your friends are. And Raiden said, leave me alone. I'm not your friend.
0: Start that <laughs> Did you say nerd? <laughs> yeah, what the <laughs> Oh,
4: no, okay, my bad. Big Daddy's rival was actually Sackboy from Little Big Planet.
0: So. Oh, sure. No, Oh, okay, yeah,
3: obviously. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Tales um, all this time. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, the classic Sackboy Big Daddy showdown. Uh needless to say that uh Raiden has a track in here, some victory music you, you can unlock at rank four that I shit you not is just called Spine Collector.
4: Oh. I mean that's Ouch. what he does. I mean mm-hmm. put a hard point on it, but that's essentially his whole MO.
3: Yeah, that's pretty uh that's pretty that's pretty nuts. Um the fact that I'm looking at a screenshot of Ratchet from Ratchet and Clank fighting Raiden as Hades from God of War in the background stares is one of the weirdest <laughs> images I've ever seen. Um, also, unfortunately, it would appear that the Dante from Devil May Cry that appears in the game is the shitty DMC Dante. Oh, no. Oh, no. Like the Ninja Theory Dante?
0: Yeah. Oh, no.
3: That's unfortunate. Speaking oh, I see. So the out. reference to Snake is not only the bandana, but in one of his uh, supers, uh, there's a bunch of cardboard boxes.
4: Huh? They, uh, it's a bad game. Devil
3: May Cry 5? Baby. Yeah, DMC 5 looks great. So... so nice uh yeah that's pretty much this um do you guys <laughs> like character fighters like do these types of games appeal to you like if somebody's like there's a mishmash of your favorite franchise yeah.
4: I, I can On take it, it i think in theory i do but smash is the only one that's like tickled the tickled the satisfaction yeah. for me i used oh, to okay, i used
0: to play a fair amount of like marvel versus capcom it's kind of a oh, oh
3: man yeah, marvel capcom is yeah. fucking great
0: yeah. Okay. Never
3: mind. Those two. <laughs> no, <that's laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, same. pretty much pretty
2: much just those two. I'm gonna take you for a ride.
3: All right. It's so good. Also, I love uh Marvel's Capcom 2 when you pick the character and it's just like go for broke.
0: Yep. <laughs> yep.
3: Uh, very very good game. Very fast game. Um Isaac, do you have any like character brawlers that you have any affection for? Or are you just like a real no fighting game for me,
5: pacifist? Um, I'll play it if you hand me a controller, but I'm real bad at it, so...
4: Isn't that kind of like your whole deal with this podcast? Sam, get out of here. (laughs) Wow. Ooh, the shade.
5: (laughs) No, I mean, like... So I have to physically put a controller in your hand for you to play it, or... (laughs) No, I mean, I, I like them enough. I just, I feel like I couldn't... I couldn't play them non-stop, you know what I mean? Some people play it all day, whatnot. That's fair. Um, so, you, so you're
3: not looking forward to Jump Force, the Dragon Ball Naruto One Piece Death Note fighting
5: game? Is, what you're yeah. is that real? Yeah, real? they got announced at E3. That's insane. Oh, no. What a name. What a name. Good old Jump Force. I guess maybe if I was better at <laughs> games, um, if I was better at like... uh, uh combinations and whatnot and remembering all of them. Maybe I could see the appeal, but I'm just... I don't know. Not for me.
3: It feels like a real catch-22 because, Isaac, you have to play them to get better at them.
5: Yeah. That's the thing, Lessio.
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's so... The like, <laughs> is what it is. I guess these, <laughs> the, these, these types of games do come in, like, two varieties because, like, right. on, on the one hand, you do have your, your, sma- your brother's smash... Uh, where you've got um sort of like effectively the Mario Kart version of this sort of game mm-hmm. which is very much so like if you want to you can play it kind of hardcore but for the most part essentially Smash is just sort of the fun oh shit i just got an item that totally turned the tide of battle kind of mm. goofy party game uh no, the other what flip side
4: stru- struck me before we move on to the flip side what always struck me is that they didn't like make Mario Kart and call it Super Smash Kart and release a Smash Brothers like a Nintendo version of Mario Kart. Oh yeah yeah. But with like the Smash Brothers characters that doesn't make sense. They
3: only just recently added um, any characters that weren't Zelda or uh, excuse me Mario which was Link. The Wii Wii
4: U they have Animal Crossing characters and Link.
3: Yeah. It's very interesting. But and then the flip side of this type of game we also have are these like hardcore like Marvel vs. Capcom is not fucking around.
0: Oh it is really not <laughs> shit's hard yeah
3: bar vs. capcom's just like you got to learn it like every it's going to be moving a million miles an hour and you just have to get the timing down like it's just that kind of like yo like get good kind of game mhm um which is interesting cuz i feel like that's kind of counterintuitive to some extent to like the spirit of this kind of game which is supposed to be sort of like a celebration of the franchises
4: i got yeah, that, i got good weird. for a while then I took an arrow to the knee. Wow! No, when I when I played Marvel vs. Capcom three, my team was Dante, Deadpool, and Super Scroll, and I rets.
3: Oh yeah, I do enjoy that game. I do have a copy of Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom three, and I love that game. Ooh. Um, but yeah, I, I yeah, there've been some weird crossovers in the past. It's interesting that Metal Gear has ended up in them. I mean, did you guys ever expect Metal Gear to be the type of franchise that ends up in a game like this? Because it feels no. very not it feels weird. <laughs> especially character. not smash
4: bros <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah yeah right like what the fuck is up with that
0: no, into it though uh, it's super cool but it's like uh i don't i wouldn't i wouldn't put that there
4: do you think yeah, they'll that's finally... so
0: great <laughs> 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 That
4: wouldn't quite that doesn't make sense does it oh well <laughs> do it live <laughs> do you think they'll um do you think they'll put they'll finally release a, a solid snake amoeba Ooh. Oh, yeah, because, I guess like, it's never he, been done. He wasn't in Smash Brothers when the Amiibo craze hit, so now interesting. maybe they'll do an Amiibo because they have a Cloud Amiibo and a Bayonetta Amiibo, so why wouldn't they do a, a Snake Amiibo now?
3: Yeah, it'd I didn't be, even consider that, actually. It'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I'd be into it. I, uh, I, I'd i be curious to see like what he unlocks hmm. in the game, but maybe you could do different costumes or something. Maybe. Yeah. Um that's pretty much been uh finally uh all of our coverage on uh I believe Metal Gear spin-offs. I think we finally got it. Um I'm going to wake up in a cold sweat like 2 weeks <laughs> from now and be like,
2: "Fuck,
3: I forgot Snake shows up in like Street Poker Kings 37 on iOS. We've got to do a whole Street episode Poker on Kings it." 37. Street Poker Kings. Um, yeah. You remember that time that Snake showed up in a Star Wars Connect cutscene? We gotta talk about that now. Um I just realized sorry, I was looking at photographs of uh different uh sort of mashed up fighting games. I just realized that um Star Lord from Guardians of the Galaxy just totally one hundred percent stole Travis Touchdown's outfit from No More Heroes. <laughs> That's weird. Wow. Um like almost lifted 100%. Um speaking of that, I think Travis Touchdown would be fantastic for a Smash Brothers esque yeah,
0: game. Yeah. I agree. It'd be, it'd be a good get.
3: Yeah, he'd be absolutely fantastic. Anyway, you know who, um all you know of who that I aside, think would
4: be really good for a Smash Brothers again?
2: Who? Waluigi.
4: Oh no. Indeed. it's me, Waluigi.
3: <laughs> I'd be into it. I'd be pretty into it. Can we get the kids from Stranger Things to be like a weird, like three person, <laughs> like, a four, uh, like, a, like a four person, ice climbers? No,
4: no. it'll be like it'll be like a Pokemon trainer where the trainer's eleven, and then the kids are the fighters. Oh, no. I'd pay good money to play as Dustin in a fighting game. Hell I would, yeah. I would, yeah! I would be. I would get so good because I would never want a hair on his head to be harmed.
3: Absolutely, you just have to play that shit like. You're doing like a no-hit Dark Souls run.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I would probably kill to get Paper Mario in Smash Brothers.
0: Ooh, oh, that's awesome. That would be cool.
3: Yeah, like why hasn't that happened?
0: Why hasn't that happened? Fucking get on it, Nintendo. Damn. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know I wanted that so bad. <laughs> 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 yeah,
3: we need that in our lives. Um, <laughs> but yeah, oh I feel... I, I feel like the 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 conversation of who would you put in a fighting game is one that could go on for an eternity. So I'm gonna try to avoid us falling down that, that rabbit hole, but you should join in on the fun and let us know on Facebook and Twitter who you would like to see from Metal Gear end up in a fighting game. Um I feel like Psycho Mantis would be a really fun person to get <laughs> for like a Smash Brothers. Um but um yeah, Ooh, that's pretty you know much it. What been, else been... I'm remembering right now? Oh, go ahead.
4: If you play Scribble Nots and you can type in old snake, he's in that. If you do what? If you play Scribble Knots, the DS game, and you uh-huh. type in Old Snake, he's in there.
3: Oh. Well now we're gonna do an entire Scribble episode. Thank mm-hmm. you, Sam. And
4: it's not uh, a fighting game we're talking about like I kids
3: kid, kids I, kids kid I kid, I kid. Wake um, up in a cold Maybe Snake sweats. will come
4: to <laughs> Wake Up and a cold Snake will come to sweats. Fortnite. Scribblenauts!
3: <laughs> we need a yeah, we need to petition <laughs> petition for Snake to be in Fortnite.
4: Thanos was
3: there, Um, why can't Snake be there? Yeah, right? Why not Snake, question mark? That's the campaign Um, slogan. But yeah, so um, real quick, I wanted to make just a sort of of back-of-the-episode announcement. Um, Hopefully you've stuck with us through to the end. Um, Effectively, a I'm going to say this twice. I'm just going to own it effective immediately. Uh, we are going to, uh, for $5 and up patrons. Um, we are going to, um, start a new podcast essentially like a new, like once a month, uh, fun podcast experiment, which is us boys talking about, uh, non metal gear games once a month. Um, so for $5 plus every month, you will get that additional episode once a month. Um, and, uh, we will be covering such likes and such variety as everything from NBA jam to beyond two souls and Bioshock and everything in between. So, um, definitely check that out. Um, those again are monthly. Um, but again, $5 plus you get access to those. um, Likewise, I just want to make a quick announcement. The Peace Walker season will actually be slightly delayed in the fact that it will be releasing closer to the end of July now instead of the mid-July point. Um, We've just had sort of a series of hiccups um, recently, and we just don't want to rush anybody through. It doesn't do the show any benefit by not only rushing the recording, but rushing us playing the games because a big part of this is us taking the time to enjoy the game and report back with information about the game, um, so we are going to slightly delay that. So the Peacewalker season will start sort of end of July. Um, if there are any additional hiccups and that gets pushed to beginning of August, we'll definitely let you guys know. But for now, end of July, sort of last Monday of July, is kind of the goal. Um, that being said, since we are going to definitively be pushing that back, um, I want to make the quick announcement that if you have anything to say about Peace Walker, um, about Metal Gear Solid 3, about any of these weird spin-off games, um, or about really any Metal Gear game that isn't Ground Zeroes or 5 up until this point, um, feel free to write in. You have until the 6th of July the 6th of July. So that'll be from release of this, that'll be roughly two weeks, give or take. Um, so this will be releasing on the 18th of uh, June on a Monday. Um, you will have until the first Friday of July um, to get us your notes. Um, please keep those concise. Um, we love reading you guys' notes, but we don't want to read like six-page novels. Um, so if you guys have stories, just try to keep it brief or be aware of the fact that we will... Um, be doing some editing to make those brief and please do not be offended if we cut your story down a little bit, Uh, but we want to hear from you guys.
4: uh, We'll probably laugh a lot.
3: Yes. (laughs) Yep. So, but we absolutely want to uh, hear from you guys. So um, especially considering uh, a game like Peace Walker, uh, which is pretty, not only a monumental game in the fact that it's effectively Metal Gear Solid Five before Metal Gear Solid V, um, but the fact that you can now play the game on PSP and PS3 um, and Vita. Um, I feel like everybody has sort of a slightly different experience with this game. Um, I know a lot of people have sort of passed, passed on it the first time um, and then eventually came back around and checked it out. Um, so it'll be interesting to kind of hear you guys' stories about yeah. that. I'm one of those um,
4: people. This will be this will be this is the first time I've ever played Peace Walker.
3: Yeah. Have you guys? Um. Has any Has everybody started
5: playing it already?
4: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It is Isaac, have you? I got,
5: I, I got through the tutorial. Very nice. <laughs> we got some some rainy beach town action. <laughs> the uh, guy's yelling at me. Can you skip the tutorial? Constantly. I don't know, James. You <laughs> know.
0: Um, I I don't know either. I I did the tutorial. Okay, cool. I was going to say, James habitually I, skips <laughs> tutorial, so I was just checking it. I, I <laughs> he
4: think just goes, I that is incorrect, skip <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you could skip the tutorial, but I sure would like to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah, right? Um, oh, but yeah, so that'll be exciting. I'm really glad that everybody has started it. It's actually a fun game. Spoiler alert, it's one of my favorite in the series. Um, mm. But we can talk more about that. I'm curious to see if it's going to hold up for me. Um, because i think the first time i played it i was very into it um, and i loved the characterization of all of the characters involved Um, but i'm going to be curious to see if on repeat playthrough i am as smitten as i once was Um, so yeah it'll be an exciting time for sure Um, if you want to support the show and you want access to the sort of Bonus monthly episode, as I had mentioned, definitely check us out at patreon.com slash Metal Gear Mondays. Follow along with us. Um, We're going to try and be a little bit more active soon. Um, However, currently, um, there's a lot of film editing happening in our lives, uh, but we'll try and be more present on social soon. Um, Facebook.com and Twitter.com Metal Gear Mondays or Metal Gear Monday singular on Twitter. Thanks, character limit. Um, Guys, where can they find you on the Internet?
4: Well, wait, wait. Also, if you want to support the show, you go to bitly slash MGM store. You can buy some merchandise.
3: Absolutely. I um, apologize, Sam. Sam has designed some fantastic T-shirts yeah. and uh, various other items.
4: We got lots of cool stuff. There's our logos on there. We've got a It's just a box shirt. We've got uh, we've got a Fumbling in the Dark with Isaac Lynn sticker or mug if you want. Um, and yeah, <laughs> it's really cool. I want to give a shout out to Matt Smith on Facebook posted his uh posted he purchased the uh the logo shirt and posted a picture of it on the facebook and matt that's awesome and we really appreciate that um but i know that matt's not the only person that purchased stuff because i can see how many sales we have and i know that more people have bought stuff so if you post on our facebook or hit us up on social we'd love to give you a shout out to thank you for buying our our stuff so absolutely and i'd love to
3: uh sorry go ahead take my 100% walked over you
4: So hit bit.ly slash MGM store.
3: Bada boom. Uh, Likewise, I just want to thank tank. I want to thank the patrons. Uh, We have definitely exceeded our monthly hosting goal limit uh, sort of uh, goal. So thank you guys. Um, We are about halfway to getting the monthly goal to host a fully functional Metal Gear Mondays website, um, which will really help with SEO and will really help us – just kind of consolidate everything in one place and potentially even do some write-ups and stuff like that. Um, So again, definitely every little bit helps if everybody even chipped in a dollar, I'm sure we'd get to that hundred dollar a month goal for the website. Um, Likewise, I just wanted to point out one feature that I found extremely cool about Patreon. Now, Um, if you are a patron um, and say you are the $5 a month patron level, Um, and you get the bonus episode or what have you, um, there, it actually generates an an audio RSS link that is specific to your account. Um, and it will automatically update with the audio files that you are eligible to receive. Mm -hmm. So you can actually copy and paste it into your podcast app of choice, and you don't have to worry about playing the early access episodes and bonus episodes through your web browser, which is awesome. Um, But the last thing that I wanted to make mention of is our – we have a patron, um, a good friend of the show uh, named Cole, um, Cole Duncan. I just wanted to say thank you for uh, kicking us uh, an amount uh, that allowed me to – thank you on on, on the episode <laughs> uh, on this episode in particular um, you, you he donated um, at the $10 and up tier uh, prior to us uh, or right as we were finishing the season one recordings, so we didn't have a chance to record a thank you on any of those episodes um, but I just wanted to say thank you on this episode um, and uh, Cole opted out of including a 150 word message um, so instead of reading his message on the air uh, we are just going to say thanks so
4: yeah. um, so, I'd like thanks. To, I'd like to deliver a message in his place. Okay. Get, donate to the Patreon, send us to Japan. We'll cover the Plinko machine, the Pachinko machines on the podcast. See you wow. Bye. Yep. <laughs> so, Cole, okay. Cole okay. said donate to the show yeah. to send us to Japan. That's, uh, that's straight from Including Cole. Cole.
3: Thanks, Cole. Thanks, Duncan.
2: Cole.
3: <laughs> Your kind soul, Cole. Uh, but yeah, so that's that. Um, now back to our regularly scheduled programming. Where where can people find you on the internet, everybody?
2: Don't
4: all go at once. I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, go once. first. Uh, you can uh, find me on Twitter at Sanjul, S A N J U U L. I started tweeting more, and quite frankly, I'm tweeting club bangers, and you should follow me on Twitter. Um, and you know me, I have the propensity to do. Wacky stuff on my own uh, outside of this podcast. So if I do that, that's the place to find out what it is. So follow Hashtag me. #ClubBangers #ClubBangers.
0: You can find James at James Reichmuth on Twitter, and you should go check me out on Twitter because that's where all the good jokes go. And uh, <laughs> thanks.
4: <laughs> the jokes that don't get as appreciated on Twitter as they, they do. On Facebook.
0: They they get more traction on Facebook right now, and I'm I'm not I'm not hip to the Facebook audience. So follow me on yeah. Twitter. Mm. They're stealing, they're stealing your
4: jokes. Cambridge Analytica is stealing your jokes.
3: Oh, shit. <laughs> Isaac, where can people find you? Yeah.
5: <laughs> so, I, where
4: can people find Isaac? Ah. On Plaster this my name
5: everywhere. <laughs> Doesn't have a twit.
4: <laughs> Close your eyes and, and, and pray. And he'll be, he'll be there. You may not see it him, but he'll be there. He'll be there. Yeah, and you can find me
3: at acsummerfield.com. Um, I still need to update the website, so I apologize, but I promise that there's a bunch of content that exists on other websites that will soon be pulled to that website. So you hey. should do that.
4: And also, you should follow him on Twitter at acsummerfield as well. Um, Before we go, Alessio, would you be willing to read the tweet that I added you on Twitter?
3: Oh, yeah. Let me look it up real quick. Apologies. I... uh. I'm not as glued to my Twitter account as some uh, some people who run countries might be. but um, Hold on. So I don't see your tweet, but I definitely found a retweet from May 26 that I completely forgot about that I'm absolutely in love with. Um, a guy who goes by at maybe Tom Hanks <laughs> tweeted, watching the Incredibles at age 11, damn Mrs. Incredible is thick. Watching the Incredibles at age 25. Damn, this is Incredible is thick. Also, I have depression now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. fuck yeah. Um, let's see. Let me sign in, I guess. I don't know why I'm not signed in. One second. Okay. Sam, what did you say to me? You said words. You I want said...
4: you to
3: read it. Yeah, I know. Hold on. I'm, yeah, I'm getting there. You are a scrub. One V one me, mate. And I'm gonna tweet back live at Sandel. Uh oh. Name the game. I'll pick the place. Whoa. And try hard not to fall on your face. Ooh. Hashtag
4: owned. Ooh. There you go. Hold on. I'm, I'm Enjoy learned.
3: that. The rest of the podcast is gonna be me and Alessia.
2: The
4: Lillian, rest of the podcast I'm is fun. us just dictating out loud. I got- to siri i gotta reply hold on uh this is live the game is dream mix oh no (laughs) world fighters (laughs) don't step to the champ
3: shit dude okay wait sorry so the
4: hashtag champ Um.
2: Dude, ah,
3: fuck. The champ. All right. (laughs) So I'm going to hit you back with the place is (laughs) somewhere to be determined. Sick. Okay. So we got that out of the way. We will let you guys know when we're going to be televising our Dream Mix TV World Fighters (laughs) uh, assault, but it's going to happen cool well that's been our show you guys um, as always we have some sort of catchphrase that we end this show on <laughs> that is becoming increasingly harder to get to uh, mm-hmm. as the show the continues my, my room. you can do it from the other side of your room yeah, what
4: does that yeah, mean yeah hang on no, I'm just going to walk over to the other side of my room you can't hear me that well. and then I'll just tap and then I'll say it's just a box and then I'll walk back to the microphone And then we can end the show.
3: Perfect. Well, there you go, guys.
4: (laughs) Bye. Just a buck.